Hello everybody, I am Esteban Acevedo and this is your body, your mind on this journey called life. I hope everyone's doing well, you're excited to live this other day, this new day with new energies, new ambitions, new goals and new victories. So let's start talking. Um, I'm always looking to self-improve. I'm on this journey, right, called life, and uh, I'm looking to improve my body, my mind, and just enjoy this life. Because like I said before, we all start the same, and we're all going to end the same. The question is, what do you do in between? Are you living, or are you just alive? Are you living the life you want to live? Are you accomplishing the goals that you have set for yourself, or do you not have goals? Well, let's fix that stuff. Let's do something. Get up and do something. All right, let's start talking about your body. Um, this is the vehicle that uh, will carry your mind, right? your being, your soul, your identity, who you are. And it's going to leave a mark on this world so you can leave a legacy. So on that idea of self-improvement, I promised you guys I was going to be open with you in a little bit of my journey. I'd like to report that I'm, I have lost some weight. I'm happy about that. It's not fantastical. It's not bad. It's just progress. And we celebrate progress. I told you I was about 25 pounds overweight, 30 pounds I could probably lose. And I like to report I have done, I think, 11 pounds. I'm down 11 and, and it wasn't nothing crazy, nothing deliberate, well, on purpose, but nothing like, I got to do this, and I got to stick to that, to this diet, that diet, right? Because we're talking about our body, and I think our body is very resilient. I always hear about these fads, you know, diets, like, as long as I've been around, I've, there's always been a, a something, a program, a neutral something here, a Weight Watchers that, and different things, uh, you know, Atkins this, carnivore that, paleo this, uh, vegan, vegetarian, all these different things. And to some degree, a lot of people have success. I want to look at this and I analyze it right with my scientific brain, the way I look at stuff, right? I try to park my heart and use my brain. I say, well, people have different success and people swear by whatever they did and gave them success. I remember you know, there's terms like yo-yo diets and all that stuff. So let's just focus here for a minute. What are we talking about? I'm talking about personal growth for me. And for me, a goal was to lose some weight. I get into a better weight for myself, for my health and my well-being. And if that resonates with you, well, then that might mean that you need to shed some weight or maybe build some muscle. Or maybe you need to gain some weight because you might be on the other side of the spectrum where you're underweight. That's also not healthy. A good Weight is, you know, where you have good muscle and, and, and a lean body and you're healthy. That's the goal, right? So whatever side of the spectrum you are, the goal is to be right in the middle where you're healthy. Because don't ever hear me wrong. I don't want people, you know, having uh, eating disorders or thinking they're, you know, no, healthy weight. So don't be a bag of bones and don't be, you know, too heavy. Either be appropriate weight for your size, et cetera, et cetera. So... With that, talking about different diets in your body, I really believe the body is a resilient vehicle. This this body is awesome, the way we're built, if you really think about it. Like, let me present you with this idea. Let's just say you cut your finger, and let's say it's a bad cut, it's pretty, right? and you go to the hospital to get medical help. 
or your doctor, however, whatever. You go to your doctor, a physician, someone who's been trained, you know, several years dedication to learning the body, the anatomy, and how it works. A doctor actually does not fix your wound. They clean it, disinfect it, right? Give the playing field, if you will. They give your body a good start to help itself. So, example, if you get stitches, and I'm being a little extreme, you know, whatever kind of wound, just so we could make a clear picture. If you get stitches, what actually is that? That is a suture, right, some, some foreign object that a doctor puts on your body to hold the flesh together. Not to be graphic, but let's be honest. You got a cut, a Band-Aid keeps it clean and holds the flesh together. So the body itself can repair and heal itself. You see, the doctors give the body or, or try to give the body what it needs so it can repair itself. Because we think we go to doctors to get fixed. No, we go to doctors so they can see what the problem is, identify it, and then help us give our body what it needs so the body can heal itself. And we're very resilient in that regard. So we started talking about diets. Any kind of diet, your body will adapt. And so, for instance, if you're, um, I don't know, vegetarian, vegan, there's two different categories there. And I'm not going into the details because I don't want to offend anybody because I'm not well versed in that. But understand what's happening. If you uh, restrict your calorie intake and you eat enough to sustain your life, a healthy life, right? Just to be, you know, awake amongst living doesn't mean you're living. So if you eat enough to maintain a healthy life, you know, and you restrict this and you restrict that, your body will find a way to supplement whatever nutrients it needs to keep you running. Because it's that smart. Your body's that smart. It will take what it needs from where it needs it. And so let's say, for example, if you have a diet that doesn't supply your body with enough calcium, for example, to function, your body will take calcium from your bones or wherever else it needs it. And so now you're going to be a little calcium deficient, but your body's going to keep you running. And how long can that you can sustain that? I don't know. That's really up to your body and how much bone density, but you're going to suffer in your bone density. So you hear what I'm saying here? Your body's pretty smart. It's going to do what it needs to do to keep you, you know, heart pumping, the blood flowing, to keep you amongst us. But so knowing that, why don't we give our bodies the building block it needs so it can function to its optimal performance, right? So if whatever you put in your mouth to sustain yourself, to feed yourself, to fuel your body is junk, well, your body is going to have to build your body with the blocks you've given it, which is junk. That's why you'll feel not 100% or, you know, groggy or this or that or what have you. So what I'm suggesting is fuel your body with good nutrient-dense food. And that's what I've done. You know, I haven't gone on a diet per se, but I've just kind of been conscious of what I put in my mouth, right? So when I eat, like, should I really eat that? Is that because I need to nourish my body or is it just because I want it, right? And sometimes that's, that's a pleasure of, of the mind, right? Just a guilty pleasure. And um, so I've been conscious of that, you know. I've been eating better foods or on purpose 
I'm not counting calories or nothing like that, but I'm like, okay, I'm full. I don't need to eat anymore. I ate enough. And later on, I start thinking about food. I'm like, are you really hungry or are you just bored? Because that happens too. So I try not to eat when I'm bored. Don't be bored. Keep your mind busy doing something else. So now regarding different diets, you know, some say low carbohydrate and some say, you know, low fat and some say high fat. I think your body is so smart that it will adapt to whatever diet, whatever consistency you give it. It will adapt and try to optimize whatever fuel you give it. If you give it junk, it's going to do its best with whatever junk you give it. But if you give it good, clean food, non-processed food, real food, I jokingly say, you know, I'm writing something here. And the idea of this this thing I'm writing is the donut tree. Now, what do I mean by that? I, I got to tell you, I love donuts. But there is really no donut tree, is there? No, that's something we make and we process and however we do, we make donuts. I'm willing to bet that a donut is not really healthy for you. So what am I really saying? If it grows on a tree, it's probably going to be good for you. And mind you, there's some things that we shouldn't eat because they're, you know, poisonous or whatever. However, um, that's a, the tree's way of defending itself. But sometimes there's things that are nourishing. Like, for instance, an apple versus a donut. Which one's healthier? Probably the apple because it grew on a tree. And nowadays, actually, you might have a lot of pesticides and sprays and chemicals and stuff. I get, I get it. I get that part. But the concept is what I'm really talking about. The principle. How many people listening right now go through the drive-through apple picking place? No. Everybody goes through the drive-through donut place. Now, when you see the trend that this country is suffering from all these illnesses, diabetes, you know, heart conditions and, and stuff like that, and obesity and all that stuff. Let's just analyze what's really happening to our country. But then let's bring it down to ourselves because again, you have control over one person, one person only, and that is you. So the challenge is regarding our body, be conscious of what you put in your body. Give your body the, the good fuel it needs to build a healthy, stronger version of you. So you can last the longest life you can last right here. There's something called uh, blue zones around the planet. And what these are are areas where people live over 100 years old. And they've been studying them. And I'm kind of reading into this. And they look to see what are the common denominators that these people do or, or the lifestyles that keep them living to past 100. And not just living past 100 just alive, but living a healthy, fruitful life. And they find that some of it's their diet, eating enough, right? They don't overeat. They don't indulge in food. They eat enough, but the food they eat, they celebrate. It's good quality food, and you could have it all different kinds of ways. And I know we're saying, well, we're too busy. We're too busy. Well, we have to make time. And good on you folks who do meal preps and stuff like that, and they're just being conscious of what you put in your mouth to fuel your body. So let's just kind of summarize. What have I said? Your body is a very interesting organism. It's smart. It's going to do whatever it 
has to do to keep you alive. The question is, what do we give our body to help it keep us alive? When you eat junk, you feel like junk. When you eat good quality foods, you feel like a million dollars. What does that tell you? Take care of your body. It's the one you have, right? That's just food for thought. I, that's what I've done this past couple, uh, this past month, you know, just been conscious of what I've eaten. And let me tell you, I bought a thing of ice cream in the house, a little pumpkin spice ice cream. I like it, but um, I haven't eaten the whole thing, which would have been normal for me. Uh, just eat the whole little container. I've actually just gone and taken a spoonful every time I felt like indulging in ice cream. Just take a spoon. Says that's all I need. And uh, instead of just swallowing the whole spoon in one gulp, I just, you know, take a little bit of ice cream, savor it, enjoy it in my mouth, because that's really why I want it, because I don't need ice cream to sustain life. I just need it because it was mouth pleasure, right? It was fun in my mouth. It tastes good and just makes me happy. So I took a spoonful, a nice big, let's call it a tablespoon. Let's not kid ourselves. It wasn't a teaspoon, a tablespoon of ice cream. And I took a bite of it, and it was good, and a little more, and it was good. And then I finished it, and I said, that's good enough. You know, you're an adult. Have self-discipline, control, and focus. And that's what I did, and I'm happy to report that I'm down 10 pounds about. Depends on the day. It could be 11 that I'm down, and it could be 9. You know, depends on the day. But, um... I haven't done anything other than my normal activity and just watch what I eat. And uh, that's what we have accomplished so far. So that's pretty cool. Your body. Later on, we'll talk about the different diets and how they work. We'll do a little deeper dive on the different types. Because let's be honest, if you don't eat anything at all, you'll lose some weight. But is that healthy? Probably not. you got to give your body the fuel it needs. Let's move on to our next part where we talk about our mind. The mind. In this journey, I'm always looking at stuff, reading stuff, and trying to you know, understand these different concepts. I look at successful people and what they have implemented in their life so they can have success in whatever um, challenges they're or in endeavors they're embarking on. And I came across something said said something to this effect. I said, the seven addictions you must break to have some kind of success in life. So I kind of wrote them down, took some notes, and I said, let's explore that because I like these. These are pretty neat. And so seven additions you must break to have a better or more fulfilled life, success in life. And you kind of fill in the blank. You end that sentence the way you like. The first one is comparison. And it reads, it makes you feel dissatisfied with your own life. It rushes you to reach your goals quickly just because you want to be better than them instead of enjoying the journey. So let's talk about that. Comparing yourself to other people never, never fulfills you. You'll, you'll always feel lacking or wanting more, not because the way you feel is just to be better than somebody else or compared. You've heard the term keeping up with the Joneses, where people are buying stuff that they can't afford just to look a certain way so they can uh, appear to be this or that an outside looking in and I'm telling you it's better to be inside looking out so take care of you first right and um, don't compare yourself to other people if you're gonna do any comparing let it be compare you against you for example I said to you earlier on that I lost weight so guess what I compared myself I'm comparing my 
new weight person against my old weight person. Do I feel a little bit better? Yeah, my clothes fit a little better, a little looser, and it's pretty nice. And again, I'm still on this journey, healthy weight. And I could lose some, just so my joints will be happy with me, for example. But what I'm really saying is compare yourself to yourself. So know where you are and see yourself where you're going. Because if you compare yourself to somebody else, you'll never be happy. I said a few weeks ago there was a picture of the podium, you know, first, second, third place. And the first kid was crying, first place kid was crying. And the third place kid was rocking out, thumbs up and loving it, you know. So what happened is that the first place kid beat everybody. He wins the, the tournament, whatever it was. But he wasn't happy because he wasn't feeling that joy that the third place guy because the third place kid was just happy that he improved himself. He made it to the podium. That's a win in his book, you know, from that place. And now he's third place <laughs> winning. And so he's enjoying the journey. And for him, he compared himself to the day before when he wasn't on the podium to now he's on the podium. And maybe next time he'll be up, up a step or to first or second and winning. But the first place kid was not happy because he was not feeling the joy. He was a little jealous because he wanted that joy that the other kid had because he was looking outside. You have to look inside and compare yourself to yourself and improve yourself against yourself. Right? Improve your body, improve your mind, improve your situation, whatever that means. Don't race against the Joneses. Get on your journey and improve yourself. Comparison. Number two. Comfort, it reads, it often leads to stagnation in life. Trying things that might be a little scary or different, even if you fall a few times. Each time you get up, you will learn or grow. I love it. I love it. It's easy to be comfortable and stay in that warm, fuzzy place. Like, I don't want to get out of here. It's, it's cold outside. It's, it's hard outside. The world is mean. And that's true. But guess what? You're a warrior. At least you have to build a warrior. So everything you do every day should be to that goal. Build the best version of you you can be. Don't be afraid of anything. Go out there and go to do uncomfortable things in uncomfortable situations and learn that stuff. Whatever that is, you know, it's up to you to go out there because hiding behind the curtain or under the blankets gets you nowhere. You have to get up and do it. Do uncomfortable stuff. You know, I go to, like I said, I teach jiu-jitsu, I do jiu-jitsu, but I'm also a student in boxing and, and yoga. And and these are, you know, I'm not a boxer, but I am learning how to box. And sometimes he puts us on these drills where we kind of speed punching. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is stupid. And I keep on going. I'm like, yeah, you're just uncomfortable. That's okay. Keep pushing. Do it, do it, do it. I promise you'll be better. And then it will be uncomfortable. And then you do something else that's a little more uncomfortable. And then you get better. And then it won't be uncomfortable anymore. That's how I feel about jiu-jitsu. You know, life is challenging. And in jiu-jitsu, there's challenges. And sometimes you're uncomfortable. But if you get find comfort in being uncomfortable, what can stop you? Only you can stop you. So get up and go do something. Growing up, there was this song. What was the band? Chamba Wamba, I think the name is. I, they might have been a one-hit wonder or something like that. I'm not sure if they had any other songs, but the one that sticks in my head is not even the whole song. It's just a verse, maybe the chorus. And I'm not a music guy or, or anything, but I, this sticks with me. And it rings in the back of my head. It said, 
when I fall down, I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. Like, listen to those words. Let them resonate. Life might knock you down. But what are you going to do about it? Stay down? Or are you going to get up? That's the goal. Get up. Do uncomfortable things. Challenge yourself. Challenge your mind. Challenge your body. You're only going to get better if you set it up so you can learn from it and improve from it. How awesome is that? Number three, quitting. Habits you have to break. Quitting. Don't give up easily when things don't go as planned. View them as opportunities. In fact, failure provides insight into what went wrong and how you can improve. That goes with being in uncomfortable situations, right? You don't always have to win. You don't always have to have a victory. But if you learn from it, if you grow from it, it's a win. You didn't lose. You gained something from that experience. Remember I said when, a few weeks ago that uh, I have a bunch of failed experiments? They're not failed experiments. They're learning opportunities. As long as I learn from them, I'm winning. I'm growing. I'm improving. And that's the journey, right? So you tried something and you didn't get the first place position. You made a third this time. You're still winning. You improved from not placing to third. And again, I'm referring to that, that picture I saw. But that's the goal. Don't quit. Because when you quit, you 100% lost. And 100% did not learn anything. And 100% did not improve your situation in whatever it is. This life will be challenging. But you have to have the courage, the wherewithal to say, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to keep on going because I am a winner. I will be the best version of me I can be. And you do that by not quitting. And let me tell you something. I'm the best at convincing myself not to do stuff. But I just get up again. And I'll never stay down. You know how that goes. Stop quitting. Because when you're quitting, you're losing. We weren't brought to this world to be losers. We're brought here to be winners. Strive. You're important. You need to win. Build yourself up. Build your family up. Build your community up. And together, we hold each other up. So when you get knocked down, you get up again. And sometimes someone throws an arm around you and helps you up. And that's okay. But quitting is not an option. Get up and do something. Stop quitting on yourself. Because you have it what it takes to win. And whatever you do. Remember I said, it's not about being against somebody else. It's about against yourself. You are your biggest challenge in life. You are the person who holds you back. So let loose and start winning at the game of life. Stop quitting at stuff. Get up again and go at it again. Learn from it. Grow from it. Be the best version you can be. Next, number four. And I love the way they put it on this because these resonate with me and things that I've applied in my life. But number four, distractions. Life is full of distractions. Recognize when you're distracted and redirect your focus. Make sure it doesn't stop you from becoming the best at the things you love to do. So for me, I always refer to it, the world is noisy. That's what I've said before. And what I'm really saying is the world is always trying to distract you. Look over here. Look over there. Look at this. Look at that. And keep you like wondering and kind of like this state of awe. I kind of call it like a magic trick, right? Look over here when this is happening over there. Look over there and this is happening there. 
I like being entertained like everybody else. I like good stories. I like watching good movies that are really nice stories that develop, um, some that are historical or, or give you a peak in time. I like that stuff. But I also have to limit myself from just, you know, binging and just, you know, Netflix and chill for one day, two day, three day, four days and get nothing done. I have to manage my time and, and avoid the distractions. I'm not saying don't enjoy a good movie with your family. That's one of my best times, you know, is hanging out with my family and watching a movie and a good movie at that. But you have to limit that, right? So you have to pick a time and a place to let your hair loose and enjoy a good book or a good story or go to hear a band, a good music or, um, you know, comedy act, whatever. Go out there and go for a walk and bird watching, whatever it is, and distract your mind. That's good. The, the key to this is don't let your life get distracted from, you know, from your goals. Don't let you be distracted from your goals, the things you want to accomplish. You have to put your energy and put it to work, right? So be sure you stay on track and don't get distracted so much that nothing gets done. I mean, let me tell you, I'm a guy who likes good movies, and sometimes I don't watch certain shows, and the season goes on because I'm I, I didn't see it all season. I haven't watched one episode because I've been doing stuff. I can't let that one episode distract me. And and the other part of that is I actually don't like the cliffhanger, waiting for the next week to see what happens, right? So sometimes I might wait watch a whole series on a Sunday afternoon for something, but I have allotted that time. I said, you know what? This is gonna be my Get on the couch and, you know, watch this show, enjoy this show from beginning to end to distract my mind. But I've set a set amount of time. It isn't a perpetual. It isn't today, sleep goes into tomorrow and the next day and then, then the week goes by and I haven't done nothing. No, I set some time apart just to distract my mind and enjoy a good story or a good movie or a good show or a good book. You fill in the blank, but then get back on track, get focused, get driven, get stuff done. Number five, waiting for the perfect conditions to start. Perfect conditions rarely exist. There will always be imperfections or challenges. This is so true. Remember I said a few weeks ago that I just go with my fingers, I count off on my thigh, you know, five, four, three, two, one, and just get up and do. Because the thing about it is we can overanalyze things. We overanalyze things. And again, I'm the guy who convinces myself not to do stuff. So guess what I do? I use this phrase, don't think, just do. Because as soon as you start doing stuff, you start fine-tuning stuff and make it better, right? And make your goal clearer, make it better, and focus better, improve, and you start doing it. But just thinking for it to be perfect to start is never true. It, it will never be perfect. It's never perfect. There's always going to be something or someone holding you back or doing this or in the way. So don't wait for perfect conditions. Get up and start doing. Like I hear all the time, well, I'm going to go start working out next week. Well, I'm waiting for my New Year's resolution. Forget a New Year's resolution. It's a new day resolution. It's the, it's the now. It's decide now. Make improvements because they're never going to be, oh, but I got to go buy these special shorts to go to the gym. No, you don't. Wear some sweatpants you have. Oh, they're too short for you? Cut the legs off and just, you know, make, make your shorts out of the sweatpants. Just get to the gym. The important part is getting started because it will never be perfect. You know, I'm here on this 
my personal journey. I have this building here that we're going to celebrate a grand opening this week, and I'll tell you about that in a little bit. But um, it's not perfect. We're not 100% ready, but we're moving forward anyway. We're going to fix the things as we go along and find things that weren't done and get them done as we go. But if I wait for it to be perfect, I'll still be waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Get up and do something. Don't think, just do. Number six, procrastination. It steals your time and success. A strong solution is to begin with just five minutes of work. I just finished saying that. Just get up and do. Don't procrastinate. Don't talk yourself out of it. Don't tell yourself the reasons why you shouldn't. Tell your reasons why you should. And in fact, don't even tell you reasons why you should. Just do. Just get up and start doing it. And as you're doing it, you'll you'll focus and um, and you'll know why you're doing it. And it's self-fulfilling. You'll continue doing it, whatever that may be. Um, and again, I talk about your body and your mind, self-development, health. Keep yourself tip-top shape. Because if you're tip-top shape and your mind is sharp, what can you not do? You could do anything. But again, so again, don't convince yourself not to do it. It's too easy. That's easy to procrastinate. It's easy to convince yourself not to do something. I'm an expert at that. But I've learned to challenge myself. Because I look in the mirror and I take ownership. You're the guy who's keeping me from my goal. Yeah, I'm talking to you, the guy looking back at me in the mirror. You're the guy I got to get up every morning and give him a swift kick and a giddy up so I can get up and do the things I need to do. And let me tell you, look at you and tell you, just do something, whatever that means to you. If you want to take a pottery class, get up and go sign up. Oh, but I don't have the time. Make the time. Start doing it. You'll find the time. you find time to sit on the couch and binge watch stuff. Find time to improve your life. Get on the mats over here. We're doing kickboxing, jiu-jitsu, boxing, yoga, all these things. We're trying to get another instructor there for some high interval training. We're working on that to give you options to get on this mat and to make a better version of you. Stop procrastinating. Take care of you first. Lastly, it's number seven, complaining. That's funny. Uh, I always said complaining. You know, I'm not a garbage can, so I don't want to hear about complaints. I want to hear solutions. I want to hear successes. Because complaints just, you know, it's like if you're drowning, someone's throwing a cinder block at you. I don't need a cinder block when I'm drowning. I need a life preserver, life vest. I need encouragement. You can do it. Swim this way. Or here, hold on to this. Not this cinder block to sink me. Complaining. It doesn't solve anything. When you complain, you're saying that you're powerless to change your situation. So focus on solutions. Think of it this way. Remember I said I'm a visual learner, so I'm a visual teacher. Think about three cups. You have three cups in front of you. The middle cup is full of water. Think of it this way. You can fill the one cup that's the complaining cup. Spend your energy filling that complaining cup. Or you can fill the cup that's a solution cup. You only have one cup of water, your energy. So where do you want to spend your energy? Fill in the complaining cup or fill in the solution cup? I would advise you to start finding solutions. Fill the solution cup. You only have one cup of water, right? One cup energy. Spend your energy on fixing things, doing things, improving things, make things better. Spending your energy complaining is not helping anything. 
You're wasting your time, and no one likes to hear complaining. Well, you know who likes hearing complainers? Other complainers. So complainers find themselves and start complaining amongst themselves. Not solving solutions, not giving each other ideas to improve each other. Just, yeah, you're right, that's, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, you're right, it's, it's going to suck. And, and encouraging the, the, that mindset. You're not a garbage can. So don't let people complain at you. When people start complaining, so like, what are you going to do about it? Challenge them with that question. All right, something's bad. What are you going to do about it? How are you going to fix it? Challenge them to think of a solution. And maybe chime in with solutions. Help them help themselves. Don't fix things for them either. They have to improve themselves. And that means for you too. If you have a problem with something, fix you. Make you better. Stop complaining. It's your mind. Powerful thing. It's the driver of the vehicle that's your body. On this journey called life. So you heard me mention that we're celebrating this building here. So let's talk about that. This Saturday, this Saturday, September 23rd, 10 to 5 at 11 Brookfront Lane, our new facility, Aces Defense 360. I'm the owner-operator of this facility. I started this with a, a vision, right, a dream over 10 years ago. This is uh, somewhere in 06 or somewhere in there. I had a vision, and I call it the five powers, if you will, right? The vision was to have a school that teaches people self-defense and in, in, in firearm safety, right? As I mentioned before, I am a firearms instructor. And so we have accomplished that. That's how they started. It started as a school teaching people how to be safe firearm owners, you know, and responsible owners because we have too many loosey-goosey folks out there that get hurt and hurt themselves or other people. So we need responsible owners of these tools, being good stewards. So school, we have that. The next part of this vision was to have a shop where we have these things to outfit you for whatever it is you want to do from sport to self-defense and everything in between from hunting all that stuff we can get you what you need and uh, educate you on making good choices so we have a shop that also features other things like our local vendors and stuff we support our community by supporting our local vendors with things that they have you know we have goat soap to leather holsters and um, and other things in between all local people that we help and support so we have a shop the other part of this is a gym so we get strong and healthy so we can do the things we need to do in life right you know run around at 80 years old and enjoy it so we have a gym we have a 24 7 gym here at this location where you get your own access code and you come in when you want so if your schedule is busy we take away the excuse to stop procrastinating don't work for perfect conditions just get here get to the gym if that's one of your goals to work out Get here. We're 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You get your private code. The gym is clean daily. It's safe, clean, and you get in, get out, do your stuff, and get healthy. We have the gym. That was the second part of the vision. So I said the five powers, right? So we're here at power number four. That's to have a jujitsu studio, right, or a school. And what we did was we have a training room, which was bigger than my original vision. My original vision was to teach jujitsu, have a jujitsu school. And this has grown to where we have two jiu-jitsu instructors. We have Scott, our Brazilian uh, jiu-jitsu instructor, which teaches Brazilian jiu-jitsu, which is fantastic, a self-defense system, which is also now sporting. So you have competitions where people compete. And so you learn self-defense, but at the same time, you learn how to compete in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Fantastic class taught by Scott here at the facility, Ace Defense 360. 
I also teach combative jiu-jitsu, which is get you street ready as fast as we can. It's for, for the beginner who doesn't know anything. We're going to teach you stuff to get you uh, to survive in an encounter in the street as fast as we can. All the skills that we teach are street applicable from day one. How to keep you safe in this environment of ours, right? You know, we hang out in good places, but sometimes bad people find us in good places. So that's what I teach. Then we have our boxing coach. He's been boxing from the 80s. So he does boxing here with us. So we have uh, boxing classes twice a week. And that's fantastic because, you know, you learn how to box and it's a good cardio workout. And you learn how to box, which is great self-defense, you know. And if you wanted to compete in boxing, you could do that too. We're probably going to do that somewhere coming around January. And uh, he has one of his students that's almost ready to compete. And he wants to do that just to, uh, you know, Go out there and exercise with other schools, and that'd be awesome. That's happening here. We have our kickboxing coach. She, she's a karate martial artist, but also does our fitness kickboxing, just to be clear. It's not kickboxing where you're kicking each other, punching each other, you know, fighting each other. It's a fitness kickboxing where you're learning how to uh, kick, punch, pivot, and all these self-defense moves as you're getting an excellent workout. It's not a cardio kickboxing it's a fitness kickboxing, and there's a difference. So, for instance, if I did jumping jacks, that would be cardio. And that's good cardio, right? The fitness kickboxing is you're learning a move that is applicable in self-defense, but you're doing it in such a way that you're raising your heart rate and you're getting a good workout at the same time. So you're getting in shape while you're learning self-defense. That happens every Saturday here at this facility. In fact, our class this Saturday is at 9 o'clock, and then at 10 we're going to have an open house here at our facility celebrating our grand opening. So make sure you come down, put it in a calendar. From 9 to 10 this Saturday, September 23rd, we'll have our, our grand opening. We're going to have a celebration here where we're going to have our local vendors, like I mentioned. We're going to have some raffles, some gifts, some swags. We're going to have a food truck down here. You know, that's going to be awesome. We're going to have music. And then we're going to have tours of the gym and the facility. We're going to have demonstrations from all the instructors that will be here demonstrating the different skill sets and you can see the room so we encourage you to sign up and if i didn't mention it the first class is always free so come down and enjoy that first class you know later on whatever the schedule looks like uh, come in first class is always going to be free and i promise you, you're going to have fun you know i'm trying to take away all the excuses so you can get here you know taking all you know stop procrastinating you know just focus just do it's never going to be perfect just get here start doing it you know, don't let life distract you and get focused. So we're celebrating our grand opening here this Saturday, September 23rd, 10 to 5. It's going to be a lot of fun and good celebration. Hopefully we have good weather. It looks that way. It looks like we're going to have good weather. You can see where we are and the future of the facility here. Aces Defense 360 is going to be a lot of fun. This is part of my life journey, building this. And this started from a vision. Remember, and this is about what we're talking about, the journey of life. This was a vision in the middle of 2000s. It started small as an idea, but I've been chipping away at it, and here we are. And this is not the end. This is just a continuation of the vision, because we still have power number five. Is where we, we want to open a, a range at some point. Not, not ready yet, but we have the room for it. We have space allocated for it. We're going to finish doing what we're doing right now, and then we're going to focus on that to give us the five powers, like I said, a school, a shop, a gym, a training room, jiu-jitsu, boxing, kickboxing is happening, yoga happens there too. 
can then arrange. That's part of the vision and the goal here at Aces Defense 360. Look us up on acesdefense360.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram. And we have an email dedicated for this radio show. One body, one mind, one life at gmail.com. That email is for the radio, this program here, this podcast. So you can email me questions, comments, concerns. So we can have this dialogue and uh, maybe have some guests on here like we did last time. That was a lot of fun. I'm going to try to get some of my other instructors in here, my kickboxing coach and jiu-jitsu coach and boxing coach, and just talk about their journeys and why they do what they do and what their passion comes from. It's going to be a lot of fun, so stay tuned for that. It's always a blast talking with you guys. I'm always thinking about you guys. And, and every day, every day when I get up and start living my journey, I say to myself, how are we going to get better this day and how can I share some wins, you know, some things that impacted my life. And today, today was those seven things that if you can break those seven bad habits, you will improve your situation. How cool is that? Well, in any case, this is Steven Acevedo. You can call me Steve. This is your body, your mind on this journey called life. Hope to see you Saturday, September 23rd, 10 to 5 here at Aces Defense, 11 Brookfront Lane, Pomfret Center. Our phone number here is 860-993-1854. Talk to you soon. Bye.